Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The show goes on. This is the official show on the Fish on First podcast channel with me, Eli Sussman, the founder of Fish on First, where we bring you complete Miami Marlins coverage. And I bring you it on this show every single week, usually myself, sometimes with guests. And I have a full house of Fish on First staffers with me as we take you to the second annual Marlins call-up contest. Uh, Before that, you could get this pod wherever you get your podcast. Find Fish on First. Make sure you see the new logo. Follow that channel to get all of our audio offerings, including my show, including Alex Carver's show, Swimming Upstream, including Isaac and Kevin. They do Fish Unfiltered. And Isaac and Kevin and Alex are all with me here for this call-up contest. Make sure you rate and review the pod wherever applicable. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a like. Subscribe to us over there. And most importantly, consider becoming a super subscriber, fishonfirst.com slash subscriptions to support us at an extra level for as little as $4 per month to get uh, the full breadth of our content and um, to interact with us in intimate ways as we cover the Marlins from all sorts of angles. So yeah, this is now the second year that we've done this, similar time in 2023 with Isaac Azud and Kevin Barral. They were participating in that. In a brief recap of how that call-up contest went a year ago right here, Isaac was our quote-unquote winner, picking uh, Jacob Amaya, Xavier Edwards, Jeff Lindgren, also Nick Enright and J.D. Orr. The premise of this, I should explain, is drafting players with no major league experience who we think are going to debut during the upcoming season. So Isaac went three for five last year. Um did you feel at the time, Isaac, that you had your finger on the pulse of what was going to happen? Are you surprised that you ended up on top last year? No, I'm I'm just surprised I didn't go five for five. I thought JD Orr was the only one that was the, that was the least likely, but I thought Nick Enright, who I chose one of one, was a shoe and obviously he's a rule five guy. But circumstances changed for him. And then the other three that did debut. That was a pretty fair shot that they would. You know, Amaya was all but big league ready. Same with Edwards. Jeff Lindgren, you know, Miami always needs pitchers, as does every major league team. And I thought he was close to, if not next in line. So I, three for five was the final result. And I'm a little bit salty it wasn't four for five, but that's okay. Kevin was awfully close to at least having a share of the title with you. He had one player that he picked who did debut, George Soriano. He had two others in Josh Simpson and Sean Reynolds who were called up and spent multiple days on the Marlins active roster but didn't actually get into a game. He also picked Troy Johnston and Dax Fulton. <laughs> Tough luck, Kevin, last year. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the unusual experience of having guys that are on the roster that are available to pitch that have done well at the AAA level to earn this opportunity and get through. But uh, I, I guess you could turn the page on that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, not much I could have done there. They got called up, but they didn't throw a pitch, so I kind of got unlucky there on my end. But, yeah, I'm 
I guess we we have a shot to draft Josh Simpson again since he didn't throw a pitch. So, yes, <laughs> to to give us all a view of yeah exactly what this is going on here the 2024 edition joining Isaac and Kevin we have Alex Carver you know him as Marlins Miners Fish on the Farm to challenge our veterans at this contest for the 2024 edition it's going to have the same premise where it's guys who are in the Marlins organization don't have MLB regular season experience that we think are going to debut this year. We're going to have Isaac picking first as the reigning champ and Kevin picking second as the reigning runner-up and then Carver picking third. I don't think the draft order matters all that much this particular year. As we've covered on our sites, the farm system is not in good shape right now. And the consensus best prospects in the organization, Noble Meyer, for example, I, I'm pretty sure he won't be picked in this one, just 19 years old, still very far away. Thomas White, one of the better prospects as well, same situation. And somebody like Max Meyer, I should clarify, guys that have pitched in the big leagues or played in the big leagues, not eligible. So Max Meyer pitched a couple of times before going down with his injury. We expect him up in 2024 again, but he is not eligible because he has MLB regular season experience. It's a so a combination of guys on the roster, non-roster invitees, prospects from lower levels, Based on last year's experience, it gets pretty difficult once we get deeper down here. We're going to go five rounds deep, 15 total players that we're selecting right here. And it's going to be fun to monitor the results during the season as guys get called up, even as they get close to being called up, and see who proves whose predictions prove to be most accurate in this regard. Without further ado, go to Isaac in the leadoff spot, the first overall pick. With each pick, just give us very brief details about what you like about the player and why you think through the big leagues this year. So go ahead. All right. First overall pick. I think everyone's expecting me to go with this one player who was kept off the 40 man roster, but no, I'm going with right-handed pitcher, Anthony Maldonado as my first overall pick. He is as major league ready as anyone in this system. He has already been added to the 40 man roster. So he will be with the major league team for most of spring training. And this is someone that the Marlins manager, Skip Schumacher, mentioned multiple times that they were considering bringing up last season as they attempted to push for the postseason. I think he has a chance to make the team out of, out of spring training. And if not, he'll be there very soon as he has one of the better breaking balls out of that bullpen. So Anthony Maldonado, easy choice, one-on-one. No balls and two strikes on Gray. And Maldonado's delivery strikes out Gray. Right to you, Kevin, with the second overall pick in our 2024 call-up contest. Who do you got? Yeah, so Isaac got my guy, who I think was, uh, to a certain extent, the consensus uh, pick here. And as I look for my selection, here it is. I'm going to go with one of the new acquisitions that the Marlins made. I'm going to go with um, with with right-handed pitcher Rodri Munoz, who was acquired from um from the Pittsburgh Pirates in a trade. They they're gonna need him at some point. He's gonna throw there. He, they're gonna have him on the roster. He's gonna make a certain spot starter. He's gonna come into the game as a mop-up guy. So uh no nothing against Rodri Munoz, but um he's still young, 23 years old, so definitely still has some sort of pedigree to, to his name. But uh yeah, he is on the 40-man roster. This team obviously sees something in the player that they've DFA'd other guys over him. You know, at the moment, you know, they DFA'd uh, Groshans, they DFA'd uh, Peyton Burdick over him. So they see something in Munoz. So we'll go with him 
good shot he makes to not make not open not makes the 26 man but he's going to be called up fairly soon and injuries happen so it'll happen i guess he fits the, the josh simpson description because he does have some major league service time but he does. Never, yeah. okay hmm. i don't know all right go hey. ahead if Eli wants me to change it, I'll change it. But no, nah, that works. No, that's exactly legal in this aspect, and it makes a lot of sense that he would go early on. Let's hear from Alex Carver with his first pick. Who do you got? You, you can't. You, you don't expect me not to pick this guy, right? <laughs> it has to be him. Come on. Who else is going to be? You know, I I can't say anything else. Nine forty eight OPS in AAA last year. Scientific lefty hitter can play the outfield if you need him to, but. Not very well, a first baseman mostly. This guy has to get his chance. Um, I I would has to be Troy Johnston. There's there's really nothing else to say. Um, he's going to get his chance. Um, so definitely, whether it's with the Marlins or another team, this guy will get his chance in in 2024. So Johnston here. I think we've said everything else we need to say about him. Take Troy. First pitch, Johnston high and deep, right center field. It is gone. A five-run second inning for the Blue Wahoos to take a 5-4 lead. Troy Johnston, his team leading 14th home run of the year. Yeah, I should clarify because you brought it up. Guys, they make their debut with a different team for whatever reason. Um, that's not going to count. It's only going to be players what? who play with uh, the Marlins right. this year. I'll still take I'll still take Make their first big league experience. So we go back to Isaac with round two, the fourth overall pick. Go ahead. Uh, we're going to go with another arm, believe it or not, because I think that's the proper way to do this. We're going to go with Patrick Monteverde. Oh God, you got my guy. <laughs> Left-handed pitcher who really just had a superb year in 2023, particularly with um, Pensacola at least struggled a bit when he got to Jacksonville, but he is on the cusp as well, just like Molino, except he's a starting pitcher. And I have heard really good things about this guy from some people in the Marlins organization. There's a reason why he hasn't been dealt or even been mentioned as a trade piece. So Patrick Monteverde should be a Marlin option, either out of the bullpen or in the rotation at some point in 2024. All righty. So I will go with. Hmm. I'm just. I'm going to take Josh Simpson. I'm going to play it safe. Ah. Um, I was gonna go Monteverde, but yeah, Simpson. He he already he was once already called up. Maybe happens again if he have a if he has a strong spring. So worth giving that that a shot. And at the end of the day, you can never have enough pitching. Okay, Alex Carver, your second pick. <laughs> uh, so this is gonna be an interesting one. I was hoping that Monteverde got to me, but he didn't. Um. Let's see. Um, I'll go another position player. Let's go with this guy. Uh, new guy. This guy also not much left to prove at the AAA level. New guy that the Marlins got, Rule 5, minor league guy. Sean Roby. Let's go with him. Uh, I will take – actually, uh, All right, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to switch it. I'm switching it. It is still a Rule 5 guy. I'm going to switch it to this guy because this guy plays all three outfield spots. Marty Costas. There you go. That's my pick. I'm going with Marty Costas, all three outfield spots. I like Roby too. He's a good pick, but I will go with Marty Costas, who plays all three outfield spots and has nothing left to prove in AAA. Um, uh, that's that's my guy, Costas. He was on my board. He, he was through two, yeah. through two rounds 
Anthony Maldonado, Rodri Munoz, Troy Johnston, Patrick Monteverde, Josh Simpson, Marty, I think it's Costas, Marty Costas. We'll double check <laughs> with him in spring training just to be sure. Um, but an outfielder acquired in the minor league phase of the Rule 5, yes. And he's, he's going to be one of the older players drafted. He's already 27, might be 28. Carver's now with the old man team. Now, now in the third round, back to Isaac, the seventh overall pick of our call-up contest. Yeah, here's where it's going to get a little bit sexy, I think. Um, <laughs> oof, this is going to be tough. We are going to go – I'm in between two position players. One of them's on the 40-man, the other one's not. But they have outfielders. I'm going to go with – I think this guy's – I said he would make his debut last year. He didn't. Will Banfield is oh. my third pick. Catcher. Miami did go out and get Christian Bethencourt. Obviously, Nick Fortes is still on the team. But Will Banfield, I chose him over PMAC simply because, hey, he's a way better defensive catcher. He does have some power. And I do think that if these two guys, something happens to one of them, Banfield would be priority over PMAC or Pareda or anyone else, especially Hostelers. So Will Banfield is my choice. Yeah, uh, full disclosure, We one plan that we had tentatively with this would be myself participating in drafting, and I knew if I was going to do it, Banfield was going to go pretty early for me. So that's just my opinion on that. Kevin, right in the middle here of our call-up contest, your third pick after Munoz and Simpson. This is uh, fun. It's fun because it's going to get really hard here. Um, yeah, this is ugly. I'm going to take an arm. I'm going to go Luis Palacios. He's going to give depth at some point. So what? He's already on the older side of things. So I think they're going to use him around. And I already see the smirks from Eli and Isaac. So I'm going to give it a shot. You never know. You think? He's been in this organization a long time. Since 2016. He, he did pitch a little bit at AAA last year, but more so AA. Um, and he's already... No, he's only 23. Yeah. No, I think it's certainly in just my humble opinion. I think a lot of these, they're going to go through more pitchers than they are hitters. So it's hard to go with any pitcher and not see some path for them to get up, even if it's just for a little brief cameo appearance. Yeah, it's no bonus points based on how long they spend in the big leagues <laughs> or how much they pitch. Just as long as they go pitch. Yeah. yeah. Just got to make that one appearance here. So we go back to Alex Carver with his third pick in our call-up contest. Uh, this one's hard. Um, <laughs> probably should go arm on my side. Um, yeah, let's go arm. This guy lost uh, almost all of last year with injury, um, but he did make it back, and he pitched in the Arizona Fall League this winter a little bit. I'll go Zach McCambly um, here. Damn, bro. Um, yeah, uh, let's let's take Zach. Uh, still believe in this stuff. Um, before he got hurt, he was developing uh, a third pitch. His changeup is solid. Fastball is decent. Um, I think that he definitely, if he stays healthy, can make it up um, to the Marlins this year and contribute out of the bullpen. So let's go with Zach. Um, reliever, not a starter, but we'll go with Zach. Thank you. I thought he was going to fall. More. Yeah. yeah, I had him on my board as well. We go back to Isaac. This is starting off the fourth round, just a five-round draft. It's already getting a little challenging here. we got two more rounds to go. So let's hear where you're going with. This one 
is a little bit contingent on an injury. But you know what? I think the chosen one makes a debut this year. Oh, Victor no. Mesa Jr. is my <laughs> choice. They put him on the 40-man. He has played in the upper levels. Well, double-A at least. And I think they want to see what they have with this guy. So, Victor Mesa Jr., baby. Dude, my team is nasty. Going now to Kevin with his fourth round pick. I'm going to go position player. Um, all right, they invited this guy to, to, to spring training, to big league camp. I'm going to go with Jeff Conine's son, Griffin Conine. Oh, no play the corners, DH, has power. They DFA Payton Burdick, so now they got to go with someone else here. And, and maybe, you know, Griffin Conine may get a shot. That would be quite a story just for him to spend any time up there. He's, yeah, he's been, he was up in AAA towards the end of last season. The power is awesome. He's, um, his work ethic is great. If he could, as, as with a lot of other, other guys in the system, it's just been that's, that's recurring strikeout issue that you wonder how much stock they put in him as a big league reinforcement, but hope he does come through as we go now to Alex Carver. Your fourth pick, Alex. Ah, oh, man. I'm between two guys on this one. Um, All right, let's take my boy. Let's go P-Mac. Um, another older guy. Uh, played at three levels last year. Made it up to AAA. Did okay. Um, I think if he's off to a hot start in AAA this year, that he could do he could do decent and make it up to the Marlins, who still have issues with catcher and could have some depth issues at first base. After Troy, he could come up as a first baseman. Could make it up as a catcher, either one. So a little bit of positional flex. Um, so yeah, we'll go with we'll go with P Mac. Uh, I like the bat, and um, if he gets off to a hot start in AAA, I think he's up. So Macintosh. And now the fifth and final round of our call up contest, P predicting oh, picking players that we think are going to debut for the Marlins this season that do not have any prior major league regular season experience. Isaac is filling out his team. He has already picked Anthony Maldonado, Patrick Monteverde. Will Banfield, Victor Mesa Jr., who is your final pick? Well, Eli, I think I'm going with an arm here. I was going to go short sub with a, a three-word name, but I they're just so – they actually have good depth at both of these positions here, ironically. But I'm going to go with Eli Villalobos. They added him to the roster last year. He got DFA'd like three times. He got DFA'd by Pittsburgh. I just, if they need an arm really quick, he's going to be the guy. I was going to go with someone else. We'll sh I'll share some of my potential picks at the end of this, but Eli Villalobos, he'll make his debut this year as well. Okay. And now, Kevin, he has previously selected Rodri Munoz, Josh Simpson, Luis Palacios, Griffin Conine. He has one more pick up his sleeve. Let's hear it. I'm going to go with an arm. I think Eli really likes this guy. This is not bonus points because Eli likes him, but I'm going to go with Elvis Alvarado. He was an NRI, 100-mile-per-hour mm. sinker, really good stuff. Nice. I think if he has a really strong spring, he could honestly break camp with his team. And uh, I like I the, I the, the player that the, that the Marlins signed here. You know, Out of all these minor league signings Peter Bendix has made, Elvis Alvarado is definitely one that has uh, stood out. Awesome. Now, the very final pick of our call-up contest, Carver has previously picked Troy Johnston, Marty Costas or Costas, either or, Zach McCambly, 
Paul McIntosh. And who is your final pick? Albert Arias nice. is my final pick. Um, this guy was lights out last year, sub two ERA. I like his stuff. I think this guy's pretty damn good. I think he's going to be one of the first pitchers up, honestly. Um, I think he should be one of the first relievers up. He's a non-roster MIT. Really good last year, and I think he's definitely on the Marlins sometime this season. Probably one of the first relievers up, so let's go Arias. I was, yeah, on the edge of my tongue. I was getting ready to chew you guys out if he didn't get picked this entire contest. I don't know if he will, but I think that's his sneakily last year. His performance was pretty incredible for Pensacola, and he's in big league camp this spring. Yeah, so there we have it. Let's see. As expected, a few more pitchers than hitters. It's a nice mix of guys that are already on the 40-man, but most of these guys actually aren't at the moment. It's usually how it plays out. And any who else for you guys was under serious consideration and didn't get picked in this contest? So for, for me, uh, Kobe Fletcher Vance was one. <laughs> um, Infante yeah. was another one for me. MD Johnson was even. I was one gonna do. Me. I was gonna go MD. Yeah, I was thinking. And about you know, it. who who else was really gonna be? I think if I was third in Barry the, in choosing, no, not Barry. <laughs> Zach King was gonna be someone that I chose. I thought Zach King could college pitcher make his debut at some point. Um, and McCambly was someone I was about to slam on. So good job with that, Carver. I was gonna wait yeah. to see how long Victor Mesa Jr. would fall, but Isaac took him. But I mean. Zach Zubia is up there in age. Zubia as well. Yeah. Uh, Jake Thompson had a really nice year. Play first, play the outfield. Um, early Sean Roby, who uh, Carver had originally selected and didn't go with. He was another yeah, one was up there in age as well. And um, some random reliever, Jake Jake Walters from AAA. Just in I case had I Jake Walters too. <laughs> I just threw. I, I had him there right. just in case. I really. He, I he was not good. He was not good. But, not good. Not good. But, I mean, we've seen the history with this team and what they do. And, with, with Eli, when you look at these 15 players, who's one guy that you can say, how the heck did we not pick him? Someone that we didn't choose. Hmm. I think you guys really well. I mean, Arius was yeah. the one that I, I felt was important to get on there, that I think he's relatively close, and I can see him getting in. Uh, yeah, besides that... Um, it's good that somebody got Banfield because the Marlins have had two years in a row now where their catchers have been almost totally injury free and they haven't had to go yeah. into the catching depth at all. But I, that doesn't seem, I don't wish anything bad on Fortes or Bethancourt, just being realistic. There's going to be that opportunity there at some point. Otherwise this was a pretty tough assignment. There's so many guys on this team that have had just little morsels of experience that were not eligible, including like some of the players that they've acquired uh, during the offseason, Darren McCacken, he is, he's, wasn't eligible. He's pitched a little bit. Dane Myers last year, that exhausted his eligibility for this as well. Even Jacob Amaya, he was only up for a little bit. Tristan Gray, he was only in the big leagues for a couple of games, but that took him off the board as well. One other sleeper what that I had in mind was Tanner Allen. Do not forget really? about Tanner Allen. He was his first... A year and a half of pro ball was pretty bad. But last year, there was a lot more good than bad. He's a hit over power type of guy where it's like his, his long-term prognosis doesn't look great. But for somebody that was so productive in college, 
that even when he struggled, he's had some good contact skills in the minors. Like I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes on a heater in presumably he'll start in Pensacola and works his way up. If his competition is Griffin Conine or, um, you know, or some of the other outfielders in, in AAA, Nobody that I'm super afraid of or feel that he can't perhaps leap over on the depth chart. So that's one other guy I wanted to shout out. I would I would say one other guy on my side that I was thinking about too. I'm probably the only one thinking I was thinking of this guy, but he made it up to double A last year and his success from from single A advanced permeated. Um Chandler Joeslock. I was thinking oh, yeah. about him. Um 24 made it up to double A and was damn good. And he's a lefty. So that was a guy that I was I was kind of thinking about. Um, as a maybe a, a deeper down guy that people may not have heard of. The well, last one that comes to mind is somebody that was picked last year and um, was picked. How early was he picked last year? Let's take a look. In oh yeah, he was in the final round last year. But Dax Fulton was mm-hmm. in a pretty good spot just a year ago. We, we we didn't love what he saw showed in spring training, and as it turned out, a little while after he underwent elbow surgery, but it wasn't full Tommy John. Um, I, I think you guys are right to leave him off just because I don't know his status for the start of the season. I don't know whether he'll be fully available. If he has a full season, then I think he's, he certainly has the talent to get up in some role. But if they're going to take it really cautious at the start of the year, then I, I could see that one potentially. He's, he's somebody that I think could go early in the 2025 call contest. Let's say that. But that was the, the key to this is we're just looking at one year at a time this upcoming season. Who are the, the new faces that are going to mix in with uh, everybody else that's already returning to the organization? You need some good performances from those guys in order to be competitive. Last year, the Marlins got them from Yuri Perez. He was indispensable. Um, aside from that, the, the rookies actually didn't do a whole lot. Of, Xavier Edwards at the end of the year, he proved pretty valuable as well. And what was his first taste of the big leagues? So, yeah, th- these guys are an important part of the conversation. If in case you missed any name of this, well, you can rewind the episode and listen to it, but we'll also be posting this, of course, on our site, we'll post it on Twitter as well. Uh, maybe we'll put up a poll as to which team you guys like the most and think is going to win the call contest. But this is, uh, yeah, this is going to go down to the wire. I, I think realistically, not all 15 of these guys are going to debut. Uh, that would be an extremely high total. That would, uh, that's probably not a good news for the Marlins competitive chances if they need all these guys with no experience <laughs> up for the first time. But, um, um, yeah, glad we got this done in a timely fashion. And um, yeah, should be a lot of fun this year following this Marlins team just on the eve of spring training really getting underway here for the Marlins. So yeah, Eli Sussman with Kevin. Isaac and Alex Carver here uh, on the official show. New episode of this coming next week. We have a whole lot of content in between our live streams. Might have a new episode of Unfiltered coming up just a few days as well. And yeah, follow all of our coverage on our individual accounts, but of course on fishonfirst.com. So we appreciate everybody's support. We appreciate you sticking with us during what's been a pretty slow off season, but this is where the real fun begins. So that will do it for this episode. As always, go fish.